0: Welcome to Matthew's World of Wine and Drink, an educational podcast dedicated to teaching you all about the wines of the world, the different grape varieties, the different regions, and the history and culture of wine. Continuing the series on Bordeaux, this episode looks at the dry white wines of Bordeaux. Not as famous as the red wines, but still historically very important, and can be of very good quality as well so definitely worth knowing about. And historically, white Bordeaux has been very important. In fact, until the late 1960s, there was more white Bordeaux made than red Bordeaux, which is hard to imagine now, but it indicates just how important white Bordeaux used to be. And in part, that was because of the Dutch. So the Dutch were very important in the uh, draining the, the marshes of the Medoc which is of course now one of the most famous and high-profile regions in the world, which allowed um, wine to be made, and they became a very important market for Bordeaux, and the Dutch preferred white wine to red wine. And that's also very important for the development of sweet wine as well. And so that really um, established Bordeaux's reputation as a white wine-making region, rather than a red wine-making region. And that was true for up until the 1960s. Uh, The big turnaround was probably after the 1956 frost, which killed a lot of vines and and forced growers to replant. That meant a strategic decision on what to replant. Plant with what you already had or plant with something different. And a lot of growers and producers shifted towards red wine, realizing that it was more popular globally and there was more money to be made in it. And that's always been a driving force behind decisions made in Bordeaux uh, making money. So this is really when um, Merlot begins to become the dominant grape variety. And at this point, about 60% of all Bordeaux was white wine. But 1970 was the year which saw um, black grapes become the majority of plantings. And now red wine is 90% of all wine made in Bordeaux. White Bordeaux is about 8% and sweet wine about 2%. So a huge turnaround in the last 50 years. But the production of white wine is slowly growing. The last 10 years have seen another 211 hectares being planted of white grape varieties, which doesn't sound very much. But also in the last 10 years, Bordeaux plantings have gone down 10,000 hectares in general. So there's been a greater consolidation and a move away from low quality wine. And so fewer plantings, the plantings of white grape varieties have gone up slightly. So it shows that there is a, a bit of an upturn, very slight, but still it's still there. And that's because there is a potential to produce great white wine in Bordeaux of really good quality. And growers and producers are beginning to realise that the history of white wine production in Bordeaux isn't just commercial, it's also because there is a potential to produce some really good wine. And so it's great that producers are refocusing on white wine to a certain degree, understanding that there is a market out there for white wine, especially with food and wine pairings, and that great varieties like Sauvignon Blanc, which are planted in Bordeaux, are very popular internationally, so there is a commercial market out there, even if it is quite a competitive one, and so there is the potential for Bordeaux to be successful with white wines. In total, there's 9,780 hectares of plantings, and 64 million bottles of white wine are produced each year, so a pretty significant amount, and that accounts uh, for 8% of all Bordeaux plantings, but 10% of Bordeaux exports, and in fact 57% of all Bordeaux white wine is exported, which is much higher than the amount of red wine which is exported, which is below 50%. So important markets um, abroad for white wine and again that gives some um, potential for expansion with, with the concentration on exports. So what are the great varieties planted in Bordeaux? So the two main ones are Semillon and Sauvignon Blanc. And Sémillon is still just about the most planted white grape variety. But new plantings have been much more concentrated on Sauvignon Blanc. In fact, the youngest vines in Bordeaux are Sauvignon Blancs. It's really risen in the last 10 years. And that's because Sauvignon Blanc is internationally so popular. The rise of New Zealand Sauvignon Blanc, also the popularity of Loire Sauvignon Blanc, means that Bordeaux producers realise that Sauvignon Blanc from Bordeaux has huge potential commercially. So that's why there's been a concentration on that grape variety. But Semillon accounts for about 47% of plantings, and Sauvignon Blanc, 45% of plantings. So Semion going down, but Sauvignon Blanc up. And Sauvignon Blanc is also an earlier ripening grape variety than Semillon, Um Harvests about the end of August. It's a little bit easier to work with in that respect. And Semillon, I think in terms of taste, is a bit more of a difficult taste profile uh, for international uh, markets. Richer, heavier, fuller, waxier. Whereas Sauvignon Blanc has that classic herbaceous Um, aromas that people are very familiar with. Bordeaux Sauvignon Blanc is going to be a little bit different from Sauvignon Blanc elsewhere, and this is perhaps something that gets underappreciated with Sauvignon Blanc, that it really does represent where it comes from. It's a reflection and expression of of the climate and the land. So Sauvignon Blanc in Bordeaux is going to be a little bit fuller and richer than Loire, but it's not going to be as herbaceous and pungent as Uh, New Zealand so it's kind of in between style which again can be an attractive selling point but also can make it a little bit difficult to market as being not being quite the same as other famous Sauvignon Blanc regions, but there is the potential to market Bordeaux Sauvignon Blanc as its own thing, and there's certainly been a lot more single varietal Sauvignon Blanc being made with the increase in plantings and also the fashion for Sauvignon Blanc. Within those plantings of Sauvignon Blanc, there's also Sauvignon Gris, which is a bit fuller and fleshier than Sauvignon Blanc, and this is also becoming a little more popular. There's only about 350 hectares of Sauvignon Gris, but again that can be blended with Sauvignon Blanc or it can produce a slightly different style, so a different selling point. And then also, to, to talk about that experimentation and what you can do with Sauvignon Blanc, uh, there is a producer, Chateau Cassan, which makes an orange wine from, from Sauvignon Blanc. So a bit more experimentation and versatility um, than you might expect from Sauvignon Blanc and Bordeaux white wine. And these grapes, Semillon and Sauvignon Blanc, often blended together. As I said, Sauvignon Blanc made, made more in a single varietal than it used to be, so that's becoming more fashionable, but the traditional style is to be a blend of these two varieties. So Semillon contributes the richness, the fullness, the waxiness and the body, whereas Sauvignon Blanc contributes the freshness and the acidity and the herbaceous aromas, so how those, how how those great varieties are blended together will influence the style of the wine. There's also a little bit of Muscadel planted, about 6% of plantings, so not especially important, but this can contribute aromatics to the wine. Because it's uh, it's not related to Muscat, but it has a similar grapeiness to it. So just adding a little bit to the blend can add add those aromatics. And then there are actually two percent of other grape varieties. Um, Uniblanc is planted here, as is Folblanche. Those are two grape varieties which are used for brandy production. So Uniblanc, extremely important for Cognac, which is right next door to Bordeaux. A very neutral, high acidity uh, Folblanche a difficult grape to work with. It it doesn't graft rootstocks, um, American rootstocks, very well, uh, so very little of that planted. And then there's some other kind of non-Bordeaux grape varieties. There's a little bit of Chardonnay. Um, there's two producers in Saint-Emilion who uh, make Chardonnay, grastier de prieurs and Claude de And that's because Saint-Emilion has limestone soils, and so in Bordeaux in general, the limestone soils are ideal for white wine production. In fact, Saint-Emilion, up until the 16th century, was uh, primarily white wine. Of course, Saint-Emilion red wine uh, can be sold for high amounts of money, and whereas the white wine will not, so it's only some very, some very small experimental production, but there's a recognition that Saint-Emilion can produce very good white wine on the limestone soils. And then there's also uh, gros song planted, Viognier and Sauvignon, so very, very small quantities, but quite fun and quite interesting to know that those different grape varieties are planted there. So there are 14 appellations in Bordeaux which produce a white wine and there's some discussion to, to make some more appellations including Sauternes Sec, so Dry Sauternes, and there are a number of producers that do produce Dry Sauternes because the sweet sweet wines are not as popular or fashionable as they once were, so the dry wines may be more of a commercial opportunity. And a lot of those big Sauternes producers make dry wine and name it after the first letter of their name. So Chateau um their white wine is called or Y and then there's Sudero and that's S and so that's just a, a nice trend which I think is quite uh, marketable and recognizable. There's also um, discussion of Listrac Blanc. So Listrac's on the left bank in Medoc, just inland from Margot And up until the 1930s, this was 50-50 white and red, and so producers are thinking about reviving the tradition of white wine, because it has the potential to uh, produce really high-quality wines. And, of course, Listerac Red doesn't fetch the same prices, so maybe there's room for more experimentation with white wine there. And then also Médoc Blanc is also under discussion, so for the general Médoc. And this is because um, some of the really best producers of uh, red wine, so the classified chateau, the Cru Classe, Uh, do produce white wine but they don't have an appellation to label it under so it'll just be Bordeaux Blanc AOC so for example Margot produced Pavillon Blanc which is 100% Sauvignon Blanc and it's just labeled as uh, Bordeaux Blanc then other famous producers like Mouton Rothschild, Lynch Barge Coder Stornel, Talbot, Monrose also produce uh, white wines they just have to be labeled Bordeaux Blanc so maybe it'd be more marketable to have it as Medoc more recognizable and more um, localized also in the Medoc, uh, Chateau du Tetre and Parma, they make Van de France because they use some of the non-Bordeaux uh, grape varieties like Gros and Viognier. So despite the history of white wine production in Bordeaux, there's still some kind of missing appellations as it were, uh, not quite classifying or knowing how to classify some of these wines. So maybe this uh, scope for change in the future. <laughs> The major appellations that will be on a wine label are Entre-de-mer. So this um, is that large chunk of land between the Garonne and the Dordogne rivers. And even though nowadays there's more red wine being produced in Entre-de-mer than white wine, it is still a white wine only appellation. And this is increasingly becoming Sauvignon Blanc, single varietal wines. And these will be fresh, herbaceous. Uh, Not particularly complex white wines, but very easy to drink, and very classically Sauvignon Blanc. No oak, all about the varietal profile. Then going across the River Garonne into Grave, the wines here are going to be a bit more concentrated, a bit fuller, a bit richer, increasingly Sauvignon Blanc dominant, but there's going to be more Semillon uh, planted here and finding its way into the wines. If there is any oak used for Grave, it's likely to be neutral oak, old oak, so just adding some texture but not necessarily any aromatics complexity and they'll be a little more expensive. And then going north into Pessac-Léognan, so this is the appellation which um, is in the suburbs of Bordeaux and stretching southwards into Grave and this has always been recognized as the high quality area of Grave which is why it now has its own appellation and it also has its own crew Class A system and so some of the châteaux in Pessac-Léognan. designated as class Classé for both white and red, Uh, there's a couple that are white only, and the white wines here are going to be a blend of Sauvignon Blanc and Semillon, and again it depends on the producer which way that goes, but I found uh, recently tasting Pessac Leonian much more heavy in Sauvignon Blanc than I realized. I always thought it's a bit more Semillon, because they're so rich and full and creamy they don't really taste like, as you would imagine, Sauvignon Blanc Do taste. But here the wines are made in a different way than Sauvignon Blanc is generally made around the world. So there's going to be new oak, and there may be malolactic fermentation as well. So this isn't about the freshness of Sauvignon Blanc, it's about the power and weight of the wine, with Sémillon adding that fullness as well. So these are really rich, almost decadent wines, akin to white burgundy at their best, but much more uh, waxy, and herbaceous than those wines, so very unusual, very distinctive, and these can be extremely expensive. So Aubryon and Mission Aubryon make white wine in pessac Lyonien, and these are some of the most expensive wines in Bordeaux. So at that really high end, these wines are understood for their quality, and are sought after, and are extremely expensive, maybe because of the name of the chateau, rather than a deep appreciation of the wines but certainly the white, these white Bordeaux are some of the best white wines in the world. And going down to um, more affordable prices, even in pessac and um, for 30 to $50, these can be extremely good wines and well worth trying and not too expensive to experiment with. So a fascinating subject, the dry white wines of Bordeaux, and not as well-known or appreciated as they should be, but historically very important, and of good quality, from the inexpensive Sauvignon Blanc, from Entre-de-mer, which I think is quite competitive in that uh, market, all the way up to the Semillon Sauvignon Blanc blends, which can be for hun- cost hundreds of dollars, well worth uh, seeking out at all those different levels. So thank you for listening. This is Matthew, and this has been Matthew's World of Wine and Drink.